Welcome to Your Personal Power Pod, a podcast about aligning yourself with the life you want. And here are your hosts, Sandy Abel and Shannon Young. Hey, Shannon. Hey, Sandy. How are you this morning? I am great. And I am so excited because today we're entertaining our first guest. We're having our first interview. And it's my pleasure to introduce you to marketing guru, Robert Middleton. Robert is owner of Action Plan Marketing, where for 38 years, he has offered marketing consulting, coaching, and training for self-employed professionals who want to attract more of their ideal high-end clients. Welcome, Robert. Thank you. Good to be here. Robert, can you tell us a little bit about your business and the journey you took to become the marketing whiz you are today? Have you got five hours? (laughs) (laughs) Sure, go for it. Well, gee, you know, I became self-employed because I was unemployable, i.e. I I hated working for a boss. And so I did a number of courses uh, and did a number of things. Then I started working with people individually on their business and then on their marketing. It's refined over the years. My first message was, I'm a small business consultant, which really didn't say much. And then I worked with all kinds of businesses. And then I refined it into self-employed, mostly B2B professionals consultants, coaches, and trainers. I wrote a book along the way called the InfoGuru Marketing Manual that was an online bestseller. I grew an email list to thousands and thousands of people, and I send out an email uh, newsletter once a week. I've been doing that for 23 years. And my work is just about helping people navigate all the minefields of what it is to get out there and communicate with impact about your professional service. And people have a lot of issues and fears and doubts and uncertainties about how to do that. And I'm there to hold their hand, give them support and show them that it is possible to do it and be successful. Wow, that's fabulous. Now, I have a confession to make. When Sandy first floated your name as a potential guest, I was a little skeptical. I'd heard about you and your work in the past, but the topic of marketing didn't, in my mind, immediately mesh with our topic of self-esteem. But then after reading through a lot of your blog articles, it occurred to me that if a reader didn't know your blog was about marketing, many of those topics and the titles meshed perfectly with self-esteem and figuring out who one is and being authentic. Can you tell us how you got to that place in marketing? Well, I really didn't start with marketing. I started by studying personal development, spirituality, uh, consciousness uh, when I was 18 years old. I've lived in two spiritual communities in my life, studying various things. I won't go into the details. And that has always been my prime interest. So if you're self-employed, it doesn't hurt to be more aware, more conscious, more tuned into who you are. I think that's important. Absolutely. And that is all about personal power, right? Acknowledging that you have the power to be who you want to be. Yeah. Is that what they taught you? (laughs) Well, they, whoever they is, have taught me a lot of things. So, you know, as I wrote in my preparation materials for you, for me, personal power at the deepest level and at the most essential level is being aware that who we are, and I can really only speak for myself, who I am is aware, 
here and now. That's the most essential part of myself. After that, you know, I have a mind, I have a body, I have emotions, but who I am essentially is simply aware here and now. You don't get more powerful than that. Right. Exactly. Have you ever been in a place where you felt down and lost? Oh, yeah, only once or twice. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> only kidding. Yeah, sure. That's why I was always interested in this stuff. It seemed to me that there might be a way through confusion, pain, uncertainty, lack of self-esteem, et cetera, et cetera. So I read a lot, studied a lot, worked with a number of teachers to help me get past all that stuff. I mean, I've had a lot of uh, challenges in my life, like everybody, mm -hmm, right. you know, just in growing my business. You know, in the early days of my business, I lost my credit because I didn't Ooh. have enough cash flow and I lost my credit for seven years. Ooh. And I learned how to be more resourceful because I'd lost my credit. Uh -huh. I was able to figure out how to live very frugally and very effectively, do my marketing without it costing me anything, getting a lot of clients without a big marketing budget. You know, every time I think that we we have a setback, a problem, an issue, a challenge. It's an opportunity to come back to who we are. You know, we're always looking for external solutions and external solutions are important, but all of those solutions come out of the silence and awareness of who we are. That can sound a little uh, airy-fairy, but it's the <laughs> least airy-fairy thing in the world. Right. You know, I am here right now. I'm aware. It is the now. It's not the past and present. I am here. From there, my mind can work much more effectively and efficiently instead of just trying to figure out everything externally. You know, ideas just pop for me. I'll give you an example. I write a newsletter every week, every Monday for more than 23 years. And I never have a problem writing it because I let it write itself. An idea pops into my mind. I write down a sentence. Another idea pops into my mind. I write down another sentence. Before you know it, I have a decent first draft. I don't struggle. I don't have to effort. I don't have to try to get the perfect thing because I trust that my organism and my mind, if I give it the space, will get the job done. That's trusting who you are and going really deep. I love that. A couple of the lines that run through your topics are getting out of your own way, essentially, and realizing that you are not the story you tell yourself. I think for a lot of people, yeah. that is the biggest challenge, is how do you put your mind in its proper place and just get outside of it and be? Yeah, that's a very good question. The last teacher that I worked with said, ignore your bleeping mind. <laughs> You know, what we do is we try to calm the mind through the mind. That only ends up with more mind. <laughs> yes. So that doesn't mean we can't think about things and reason things out. But when things are going crazy and your mind is going, oh, what's going to happen? This won't work. Oh, my God. Blah, 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 blah. Just come back to here I am now, aware, alive. Take a breath, notice your environment, and notice that your mind is not you. See, the problem with the mind is that we're identified with it, and we think it is who we are. We have a mind, we have a body, we have emotions, but that's not who we are. We are aware here and now. We don't have aware here and now. We're just aware here and now. Mm -hmm. It's pretty obvious, but everybody misses this. It's so quiet. Right. It's just aware. It's a wearing. 
Oh, I like that. A new verb. That's beautiful, Robert. I love that. I didn't invent it, but yeah. So if I am awareing, if I'm here aware now, you know, I noticed everything in my environment, my body, my office, outside of my window, my computer in front of me. But the only thing that is common with all of that is that I am aware of it all. The only consistent thing in our life is aware here and now. Everything else is coming and going and moving and changing. Aware here and now doesn't move, doesn't change. It just takes things in. It absorbs things. You know, we see something and we know how to interact without overthinking it. And even if we don't know something and we need to know something, what's the first thing to do? It's just look at what's the very first thing. Well, I need to know that. That pops into the mind. Then you learn about that. Then the next thing comes. So we are not really directing our minds (laughs) You know, see, if we could direct our minds all the time, wouldn't that be nice? We could think ourselves into, into anything, but our mind is just happening. It's just going off, right? You open your eyes and you see something and you react to that. You open your ears and hear something and you react to that. So it's very easy, obviously, to get identified with what we're thinking, what we're feeling, what we're seeing. And of course, we will be identified with that, but we can come back to aware here now, only 50,000 times a day. It very much sounds like a meditation practice. Yeah, it's kind of a meditation practice. I don't sit down and do meditation. I used to. Mm -hmm. My meditation is every moment of the day to the degree that I remember, because look, I'm a human. I get caught up in my mind and my body and my feelings. But now more and more, everything in the external world is a reminder to come back to myself. Oh, gee, I got upset at my wife there. Okay, back to here now. Am I okay right now? Am I alive right now? Yeah, am I okay? Yeah, and then the complaint, the fear, the blame just recedes into the background. It's not that you can get rid of your thoughts. You can just have a different relationship with your thoughts. So it's about being present and focusing on the now. Yes. Things like your breathing. Yeah. How the sun feels on your face. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Perfect. Or your mind is going crazy and you're just watching it in enjoyment. (laughs) And I'm not saying all the time. I mean, it's hard to do this because, again, we are so identified with our body, our mind, our emotions that that's who we think we are. But if you turn it around and look at, well, the only thing that's really consistent here about who I am is simply aware here and now. That's always there. So, Doesn't it make sense that that's more essential? Who I am is aware. I'm aware of all of it, right? Mm -hmm. And that is, uh, that's much more essential than any thought I have, any feeling I have, or any body sensation I have. Well, that's the beginning, that if you don't have that, then your mind and your body just run amok. Yeah, like most people on planet Earth most of the time. Look, we're in the middle of, uh, you know, Russia attacking Ukraine. That's one mind attacking and creating all of that, right? That all came out of a mind, a rather deranged mind, we mostly would agree, right? Right. It didn't come out of his being aware now, for God's sake. But it's so easy to get stuck in that, you know, I'm right, they're wrong, I need to do this, blah, 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 you know, on and on and on. (laughs) The way out of it isn't tomorrow. It isn't developing some skill 
someday. It's right now. We can do the work of being aware now, right now. When else could we do it? Because all there is is now. Where's the past? It's a beautiful practice yeah. because it allows you to not only magnify your appreciation, but it also gives you freedom to change and be fluid. If you're buying into your story, it can make change really hard. But this just says, no, things just are. And that means today could be different from tomorrow, could be different from an hour from now. And that gives you so much freedom. Yeah, it does give you freedom because, you know, things are going to change anyway, whether you like it or not, right? Yeah. Things are always in movement in the world. At this moment, 10 gazillion molecules are moving in your thumb. <laughs> you have no control over any of that. It's just happening. When you can come back to aware here and now, things seem to fall into a more natural alignment. And we're less malignant. We're less fearful. We're less worried. We're less concerned about what somebody is thinking about us. Less attached. Yeah, less attached. So all that takes a back seat to our beingness, aware here now. How do your clients react when you start teaching them? I don't spend a lot of time teaching this to my clients. They hire me as a marketing coach. But I come to them in the moment, present, not trying to figure out problems that are hard, etc. But it's like, okay, well, here we are. Well, what's next for you? Because we can only approach what's next. Okay, you've written that thing. Okay, so what are we going to do with that? And then people say, well, I'm not sure it's going to work. And I say, okay, well, yeah, may or may not work. What's next? Let's look at what the possibility is. Here are some ideas. I'm not a spiritual teacher or a consciousness teacher, but I bring the teachings that I have absorbed into my present moment the best I can. And God knows I probably don't do it very well a lot of the time, mm -hmm. but I bring what I can in the moment to be present with my clients. And it's like, you know, I don't see that there's a problem. If someone says, well, I have no clients, I have no money, I'm going to be on the street tomorrow. This is an extreme example, of course. Right. I don't see that as a problem. It's just that is happening right now. So what's the next step? There's always a next step. So you help them stay in the present. Yeah, I try to help people stay in the present. And then move from there where they want to go. Yeah. Beautiful. You know, we talk about what we want and what we need and what should be. How do we know it should be? I don't know. I just know I'm aware here and thoughts occur to me. And when I'm in a more peaceful, centered place, you might say, uh, it all kind of works out. Can you talk a little about the power of authenticity? If you're present in the moment, you are naturally authentic. You know, when you're with your friends and you're not trying to impress anybody and maybe you've had a drink or two and you're just chatting and you get into that zone of authentic friendship and just love and connection, mm -hmm. you're just authentic in the moment. You're cracking jokes. You're just being yourself, right? So how can you possibly work towards that when it's already there? Who you are is already authentic. You just have to allow yourself to be that and not try to be what you think you're supposed to be or what other people expect. Yeah, if you're doing that, you're struggling, right? Right, exactly. That doesn't mean that we can't prepare for things in life. For instance, my writing. I wrote my article yesterday. I put it out today. I simply write, and then I go back to the top of the article, and then I see, is that expression working? And then I edit, 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 and I go to the bottom, and then I go to the top again, and then I just try to get that expression the best I can, and it's all just happening. My mind that has practiced in writing for years and years and years 
if I'm aware and I'm taking in those words, I can tell which words are off and not quite right. And, you know, before long, I've written and edited my article and it's ready to go out. So I'm not struggling to say the perfect thing. I'm letting the perfect thing just come through me. You're letting it flow. Letting it flow. Yep. And it's not that I'm even letting it flow. It's just flowing anyway. Well, you get yourself out of the way so it can flow. Yeah, that's a that's a way of looking at it. One of the things we talk about is the importance of being congruent, how if you want to have authentic relationships, your relationship with yourself needs to be authentic and how different parts of your life come together to create a whole and how all those pieces have to be in balance. When you first started your business, where did you need to align those different pieces of your life so that you could come to this place where you just operate in the now as much as possible? I wouldn't say I was exactly in that place when I started my business. (laughs) I somehow knew that I had a talent for communicating and helping people. And I just went with that. I trusted myself. But then I got a lot of education about communication. I read a lot of books about marketing, more than I can even recall. So I trusted in myself somehow. I trusted that even though I didn't know diddly squat, really, compared to what I could know, I could trust that I could learn. I could trust that I could try something. I could trust that if I failed, it wasn't the end of the world, although it sometimes it seemed like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I have marketing failures all the time. That means... Uh, Marketing failures, you put something out and you don't get very good response. And, you know, I noticed for most people, I, that's such a big setback and oh my God and blah, blah, blah and all that stuff. And I just go, oh, well, that didn't work. Let's see if I can do my best to figure out what didn't work and just try something else. And then I do. And then sometimes that works or it doesn't. And I've had some ridiculously big successes, you know, launching certain programs and putting things together that really got a lot of response. You know, I remember when I wrote my book, I took about a year to write my book, put a ridiculous amount of work into it, wrote a long sales letter online, and I started to get tons and tons of sales. And it could have been no sales. It could have been nothing, you know. And if that had happened, I would have just gone back to the drawing board and tried something else. We don't know how our life is going to work out. We can't predict things. But we always know there's something solid in us and real in us. And that's aware here and now, who we really are. And that's where your personal power comes from, is knowing that there's something solid and real inside you. It's amazing and impressive that you didn't let what you said were failures stop you. You use them as stepping stones to move ahead and figure out something else. Yeah, You didn't take it negatively and berate yourself and talk about, you know, I'll never be good at this. You said, oh, that didn't work. Let's try this. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that didn't happen to me. Of course, I had negative thoughts. Of course, I had worries. Of course, I wondered where my next dollar was going to come from. But I never dwelled on that too long. You know, never more than 10 years. <laughs> well, that's good. So, you know, I've I've had periods in certain areas of my life that I've struggled because, you know, we have patterns of thinking, of believing, of feeling, of acting that are hardwired into our body mechanism. And those things are just when something X happens, Y is a response. But if we can come back to realizing that that's just a mechanism, not who we are, we can jump outside of 
of that or, or disassociate from that or more accurately disidentify with that faster. So you might say the game of life is coming back to aware here now, aware here now, over and over, despite our crazy minds, despite our dysfunctional bodies, despite our out-of-control emotions, we can still come back to aware here now and see that we're really living in a <laughs> paradise, an island, a place of joy, of wholeness, of completeness, of okayness. We're okay. And then the next thing to do just appears in our mind and we take action. So much wisdom, Robert. It was hard fought, let me tell you. Well, it's wonderful that you are living it and sharing it with the world. That is just great. Thank you. I really didn't know what exactly I would be talking about today, although I had a couple ideas. So I didn't try to say anything perfectly. It just came out. So I'm glad it landed. Anything else you'd like to add? Yeah. Be aware here now. Mm -hmm. It works. That's amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Robert. Thank we you. really appreciate your time. Our guest today has been Robert Middleton, longtime marketing whiz, author of the InfoGuru Marketing Manual. Visit his website at actionplan.club. Thank you again, Robert. We wish you so much continued success in your business and your life. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Thanks. We want to hear from you, whether it's your stories about how self-esteem and personal power affect your life or topics you'd just like us to address in future episodes. And we'd love for you to review our podcast. If you'd like, you can do that by visiting yourpersonalpowerpod.com. Click contact, drop us an email. And if you'd like to make changes in your personal or business life or spend some time with a coach that can make all the difference in the world, Sandy is offering a free consultation. So contact her at sandy at insidejobs.com coach.com. Put coaching in the subject line and you can schedule a free call. Thank you so much for listening to your personal power pod. We look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, find your power and change your life. <laughs>